Who doesn't love Halloween? But come on, where did it begin? I'm Patty Steele. Before trick-or-treating, there were, yikes, human sacrifices? That's next on The Backstory. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with the backstory. Halloween is a really festive time of year. Costumes, treats, parties, jack-o'-lanterns. Now, here's the thing. These were all part of traditions that were born from not-so-festive traditions in ancient Ireland. And those traditions have a really dark, frightening origin involving torture and human sacrifice. We're going back thousands of years to the misty countryside of Ireland. It was a time when Irish folks, or Celts, worshipped pagan gods, as well as nature and the land itself. It was the end of the harvest season, late October, and that was when they celebrated a holiday called Samhain. They believed at that time of year, beings from the underworld could emerge and ravage the landscape, killing the greenery and turning it into the golden brown of autumn before winter arrived. And there was only one way to stop them, sacrifice your food, your livestock, or even your life. There was one place in particular they gathered to celebrate the harvest, and most importantly, to pay tribute to their gods. It was a settlement called Rakrohan, and it's known as the birthplace of Halloween. A temple sat on a massive mound in the middle of the settlement, surrounded by a graveyard for the Celtic nobility. It was a very wealthy place, but working-class folks would travel there to take part in the festivities as well. It was a huge part of their culture. They would eat, play games, tip back a few, sort of like today's Halloween parties, but it was way more than that. They'd also use Samhain to announce declarations of war and peace and even arrange marriages. Imagine what this looked like. Huge feasts, lots of drinking of mead and wine, dancing around huge bonfires crackling and leaping into the night sky. 
At the center of all of this, the Celts believed that this was the time the spirits of their dead ancestors returned. But it wasn't just the dead loved ones that arrived. Also apparitions, demons, fairies, and monsters, some of which they felt were incredibly dangerous. And that is where you see the beginnings of Halloween. These beings' arrival was through what were called the Cave of the Cats, or the Hell Caves, in northwestern Ireland, which still exist. Nearby archaeological digs date back almost 6,000 years. To pacify these evil beings and protect their crops and livestock, the Celts would offer them food, drink, and part of their harvest. And to protect themselves, they'd light ritual bonfires everywhere across the countryside, on hilltops and in fields. They'd even carry small parts of the fire home with them to keep the home lit and safe from the demons. They'd carve frightening faces into root vegetables like turnips and potatoes to intimidate the demons. They didn't have access to pumpkins then. They would make the veggies look like the severed heads of enemies. And they placed burning embers inside the hollowed out vegetables to animate the carved face as well as to protect the embers. And that was the first of the jack-o'-lanterns. Now on top of that, they would also wear disguises, including masks and different animal skins to make themselves look like the demons so they wouldn't be dragged back down into the underworld. And those were the first costumes. But it got more disturbing. The priests, called druids, would sacrifice animals and humans to placate gods of the underworld. In fact, if the harvest was bad, they'd even sacrifice local kings, blaming them for angering the gods. The deaths involved torture and dismemberment to further placate those furious gods. This went on for centuries, until the Romans arrived in Ireland. They added their own harvest festivities, including honoring their goddess of fruit and trees, whose symbol was the apple, which many say may explain the tradition of bobbing for apples at Halloween. Now, eventually, Christianity took hold for most people in Ireland. But here's the thing. The party surrounding Samhain was pretty much ingrained in the Celtic culture, so the harvest festivals, including the gifts of food and the costumes, continued. The church tried to replace the pagan festival by dedicating November 1st as All Saints' Day, or All Hallows. And the night before, it was called All Hallows' Eve, or Halloween. But the church was never able to get rid of the celebrations surrounding Samhain, it was too ingrained in the culture, so the two holidays managed to coexist. Now, when the Irish arrived in America, they hung on to tradition and continued to celebrate and give small gifts of food during their harvest festivals. Children would dress in costumes and jack-o'-lanterns were placed outside of homes to represent the souls of the departed. And because pumpkins were plentiful in America, they became the jack-o'-lanterns. We still carve and light our jack-o'-lanterns, but as one Irish anthropologist says, the minute the lights came on, a lot of the stories lost their potency, and people's imaginations weren't running quite as wild. By the 1930s, children began trick-or-treating, but they were given cookies, fruit, nuts, and toys. It wasn't until all the way into the 1950s that big business saw big business in Halloween and promoted the idea of handing out candy. 
Hershey's, Reese's, Mars, and Nestle were just a few of the companies that began making affordable candy on a huge scale in the 20th century. They packaged them to make them inexpensive and easy to hand out. So Halloween, in its present form, is really a recent evolution, but with its roots in prehistoric tradition going back thousands of years. I'm Patty Steele. The Backstory is a production of iHeartMedia and Steel Trap Productions. Our producer is Doug Fraser. Our executive producer is Steve Goldstein of Amplify Media. We're out with new episodes twice a week. Thanks for listening to The Backstory, the pieces of history you didn't know you needed to know. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.